I confess, I'm going to be 60 in two weeks. Still horny as fuck. <laughs> Menopause rocks. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. I confess, it's been a year since my last sexual encounter. And this ravenous she-wolf is dying to be fucked again. Dying is underlined. (laughs) I know there are some insatiable animals in this audience tonight. Come find me. Your girl is not playing. Who needs tender when you have bed post confessions? Almost everybody does it, and almost nobody talks about it, except at Bedpost Confessions, a storytelling show based in Austin, Texas. Whether the stories are funny, informative, political, or completely personal, the anonymous confessions from the audience are the stars of every show. Welcome to the Bedpost Confessions podcast. I'm Bedpost producer Sadie Smythe. From the cock she lovingly refers to as Jaguar, to the flouncy 80s dresses and feathered hair, Holly Lorca has shared a lot on the Bedpost Confession stage. But how much do you actually know about her day job? Well, you're about to get schooled in her story, Hotter, More Intensive Care. As usual, just a note before we hear from Holly, all Bedpost storytelling productions are made accessible to deaf audience members by the fantastic interpreters from Soul Illumination. Though the interpreters are there to serve the deaf, they enthrall the entire crowd with their beautiful expressions of American Sign Language. If you hear a roar of laughter and don't understand why, the interpreter may have stolen the show for a minute. On with the show. When I first meet people, I'm reluctant to tell them what I do for a living. I generally first try my smart-ass replies like, I'm a stunt driver, even though I can barely park my new truck, let alone drive it through flames. Or I'm a hand model, as long as I'm modeling something like putting on chapstick or throwing a softball. Because I'm gay. Do you see what I did there? You guys are going to have to keep up tonight. I know it's the end of the evening, you're drunk, but stay with me. Perhaps even I do all the calligraphy on medical school graduation certificates. Because my penmanship is the bomb and I would fucking dominate. But what I don't want to tell them is the truth, and that is I'm a nurse. And there are a few reasons for this. The first are the dreaded words that generally follow. Oh, You're a nurse. Can you take a look at this rash and tell me what you think? No, I will not look at your rash. I don't want to hear about your headaches, your sciatica, or that one time you ate beets and the next morning thought you had to go to the emergency room. Can we just keep our conversation to normal things like tomatoes or smashing the patriarchy? The second reason I don't like to tell people what I do is this. Calm your tits, everyone. This is what much of society thinks of nurses. 
If you search the word nurse anywhere on the internet, this is what shows up. Corsets, teddies, heels, fishnet stockings, and little white hats for miles. FYI, we don't wear little white hats anymore. Also, we don't wear any of this. Hospitals are cold. And where the fuck are the pockets? How did this happen? Uh, Let's take a look back at the world's most famous nurse, Florence Nightingale. Well, look at her. She was the founder of modern nursing, the hero of the Crimean War, who reduced the death rate of her soldier patients from 42% to 2%. That's impressive work. Look at her. She looks impressive. And not at all like she's DTF. In fact, she looks like she could kill you with her bare hands. After saving you from a deadly infection. While scowling at you. I bet if Florence Nightingale went to Spirit Halloween in October, she would lose her fucking mind. And probably stab Becky the manager over what had once become of her noble profession. How had she gone from hero to horro? Expert Photoshop is what happened there. (laughs) According to Thrillist, the problem started as far back as the 1500s when women who were left with no family and no one to support them had two shitty choices. Be a nurse, or as a step up, be a prostitute. Or if you really needed money to do things like eat and survive, do both. Same outfit. Thank you. She's losing her fucking mind over here. (laughs) In the 1700s, New York City passed a law offering convicted prostitutes the option of either jail time or nursing work. No shit. The ultimate work study. Fast forward to the 1945 V-Day photo of the sailor tongue-kissing, guess who... A nurse after we defeated Japan in World War II. This photo was pretty racy for its time and started everyone in the country spanking off to both victory and to nurses. <laughs> Bring on all the nurse pinups and photography and the sexy nurses in television and movies. The first television show I ever got aroused to had a nurse slowly unzipping her white uniform. She had on heavy eyeliner and her white hat. I had my hand in my underpants and totally got busted by my mom, who then changed the channel. 
I'd forgotten about that until I wrote this. Uh, so shame on me. And mainstream media. According to a study in the Journal of Advanced Nursing, 26% of the film depictions of nurses between 1990 and 2007 showed them as sex objects. You didn't realize that you were going to get schooled a little bit up here. The image has become solidified in our culture and pervades every aspect of the field. Even now, though to become a nurse nowadays, you actually have to go to school, not just to jail. (laughs) Or else most of you folks could also be nurses. I personally noticed there was something wrong for me as early as nursing school. For my first clinical rotation, I was told I had to wear a white dress and white hose. I was also expected to carry a cookie sheet around with me, not lying, to hold supplies on. What the fuck? What other profession requiring a four-year degree starts with a cute little outfit and a cookie sheet? Also, picture me in that. Was I going to be a serious professional who could treat illness and perhaps save lives or somebody's cross-dressing brother? (laughs) Delivering sex and perhaps snickerdoodles to those in need. I stomped into my instructor's office in my white flats and started causing trouble right away. I was definitely wearing pants with pockets. Bitch wouldn't budge on the cookie sheet. I graduated and quickly realized that this attitude of nursing being sex objects was inescapable even in real life. It was stunning. Quickly into my career in the ICU, I was taking care of an older man who was sick with heart disease. While I was busy working around him, going back and forth from his room to get things, he said to me, if I was 20 years younger, I'd chase you around. And he gave a little click, click and a wink, wink at me. Now, he might have been dealing with his feelings of helplessness and diminished masculinity by attempting to sexualize me. And maybe I should have been a little more compassionate about it, but I wasn't carrying my cookie sheet around anymore. And I wasn't having any of his bullshit. I stopped what I was doing, which was basically busting my ass to keep him from dying, and turned to look at him and stated, go ahead and chase me. I don't run. The look on his demasculized face was precious. (laughs) I've had a patient tell me he needed me to hold his dick while he peed because his arms suddenly weren't long enough. No. I've had patients get up and walk around, then hop excitedly into their beds and announce that they were ready for their bed baths. No. I've had patients ask me if I'd be as sassy on a date as I was at work. Yes. (laughs) 
but not with you. I put up with this shit for 25 years, all the while trying to do a good job. I mean, do you all understand what nurses actually do? for all my nurse friends in the back. If you or a family member has ever been sick enough to need an ICU nurse, then you understand how frustrating this is. We turn ourselves inside out, physically, mentally, and emotionally for other people. We are at our patients and their families beck and call for 12 hours straight. During these 12 hours, we often miss food and pee breaks and try to get by with just shoving some stale corn chips in our face in between doing CPR and holding pressure on a spurting femoral artery. We are not getting rich off this. We are certainly not in the mood for your sex bullshit unless your creepy and inappropriate flirting involves either a hamburger or a shot of tequila While you are not around. I'm pissed. I've noticed that at my job here in Austin, the nurse sexing is even worse than normal. I blame this on Texas good old boy culture and also on the fact that I work with some really pretty nurses who also happen to be badasses. But the patients don't get it. Whenever one of the nurses gets treated inappropriately, say groped or pinched, and I swear to God this happens even now, or if a patient starts talking about his dick a lot, or showing it off a lot, or if any inappropriate boner occurs, they automatically sub me in. Surprise, creeper! Have fun flirting with Gable nurse, nurse Steve over there. That's an actual picture from work. Yeah. I remember a time when even this didn't work. I got subbed in to save one of my colleagues, and this old guy who was a general in some wars and therefore wanted to be called general found a way to immediately stroke my leg. Who in the world that isn't attracted to obvious lesbians or incredibly handsome young men wants to stroke my leg? He got this really confused look on his face and said, is that a girl leg or a boy leg? I looked him in the eye and said, that's not my leg, General. (laughs) Over and over again, shit like this happens. And then there's the inappropriate attention my profession garners me outside the hospital. Some of my dates have been just as creepy about it as my patients. I went out with a girl a few times, and when she found out what I did for a living, she started texting me things like, Hello, nurse. How about a physical? Yes, she did that. I wrote back, Hello, software engineer. How about you suck my dick instead? It would be so refreshing. 
if someone would just offer to suck a nurse's dick. I mean, just a few months ago, I sent someone on a dating app a selfie from work. She saw my stethoscope and lost her mind. Like maybe I should have a dangling out of my pants instead of hanging around my neck. Am I supposed to fuck her with my stethoscope now? Again, again upstage. She did that last night, too. Can't someone just say to me, you're a nurse? That's impressive. I bet you work really hard to help people. Here's a hamburger and a shot of tequila. May I suck your dick? Take that, patriarchy. It should come as no surprise to anyone here that I'm a big fan of porn. (laughs) Segway. I've seen just about everything that's out there, mostly as research for writing these stories. But I've always adamantly refused to watch anything that has to do with nurse porn. It was a rule I had. Well, turns out, I'm not so great at following my own rules. A few years ago, my mom and I had gotten into a fight, and she tried to placate me by sending me a check for $100 for my birthday. I was even more pissed when I got it and decided the only way I could get back at her was to cash it and spend it buying pornography. (laughs) Because the money was already dirty and because I could be fairly passive-aggressive when it came to my mom. Everyone knows buying porn with birthday money is the best revenge. I went to the good old porn store on I-35, and something just made me ask where the dirty nurse section was. Because I knew there was going to be an entire section for dirty nurses, and guess what? There was. I thought, let's just see what all the slutty nurse hullabaloo is about, Mom. This was what I bought. (laughs) Because it featured hotter, more intensive care. (laughs) And also, Caden Cross. I had no idea she went to nursing school. But I was excited to see what she was doing with her degree. I watched it and discovered that slutty porno nursing is just like regular nursing. So maybe that's why people get confused about us. (laughs) Porno nurses do all the work while everyone else just sits around. The nurses blew the doctors, rode the patients, even gave handies to the orderlies. They were busy running around, attending to and pleasing everyone, and no one helped. Just like real nursing. But you know what? Surprisingly, I liked watching that porn. It turned me on to watch those hot women take off their white dresses, throw away their cookie sheets, put on their gloves to get down like the powerful and taking care of business bitches that nurses are.
I scrolled through to the good parts, and it was whack off as usual in my office. Turns out that I am just as bad as everyone else. So I'm willing to make a deal. Go ahead, because I know you can't help yourselves. Get turned on and spank it to this stuff. Watch TV, go to movies, and ogle all the hot nurses. Keep Becky at Spirit Happy by continuing to dress up as a slutty nurse for Halloween. Even wear the fucking hat. I don't care. Just do me a favor. Don't ever confuse this with real life. Do not come to my hospital or any other and be an asshole to the nurses and tell your creepy Uncle Bob to knock his shit off also. We have an important job to do that has nothing to do with sex. Trust me when I say that if you actually can't breathe or are bleeding out, the last thing you want from me is a slutty blowjob. <laughs> and not just because I suck at them. <sighs> if sex is what you want, do yourself a solid and go visit a librarian. I confess that I play up the sexy librarian act, but in reality, I'm blind as a bat and I really, really need my glasses. (laughs) I confess, I saw Holly Lorca at the last Bedpost Confessions major girl crush and and I'm married with kids <laughs> I confess I want to do Holly Lorca real bad <laughs> Holly Lorca is a writer, storyteller, and retired stand-up comedian who moonlights as an ICU nurse for fun. Her work has been featured on Dan Savage's Hot Mike podcast, and the story you just heard marks Holly's 13th performance with Bebpo's Confessions. Bebpo's Confessions is recorded in front of a live audience at the North Door in Austin, Texas. And we are still taking confessions, even without a live show. Follow Bedpost Confessions on Instagram to see what confessions we have gotten so far and follow the link in our bio to leave us your own confession. Bedpost Confessions is produced by myself, Sadie Smythe, and Miranda Wiley. Our podcast production team is Mariah Gossett, Mike Garcia, and Permanent Record Studios. And just a quick request, we know right now people might be looking for some new content to spice up home life, so if you can share the show with a friend or lover, we'd appreciate it. And just a note, we have heard you, we miss you. A digital show, socially distanced, coming soon. Visit bedpostconfessions.com for tickets and information. Until next time, keep confessing. <laughs>